The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you're here. And to be honest with you, I cannot even believe I'm saying this, but this is episode number 22 of season one. And this is the final episode of season one. When I started this show in January, I had no idea what I was in for. I had no idea the incredible guests that would be coming on the show, the incredible guests that would be lining up to come on next season. The universe has just truly supported this show in such magnificent ways. And the reason why I feel like it has been so successful is because of you. I've heard from you. You've DM'd me, you've emailed me and shared your stories about the impact of this show on your life. And I am so grateful that I have been blessed with the time and the energy and the resources to bring this podcast to you each week. So for that, I just want to say thank you. And I have a very special guest for you today. Honestly, this is another thing I think the last time I was talking with you, I asked you to put some good vibes out there because I was hoping to get my husband to come on the show so that he could give you some insight as to what it's like to live with a feng shui practitioner. And I know it sounds kind of silly, but you know, I didn't start practicing feng shui until after we got married. So when Andy and I were dating and got married, he had no idea what feng shui was. And to be honest, I didn't really know what it was either. And so he kind of, in this interview shares a little bit about his perspective, what he noticed when I first started doing feng shui. And, uh, it's really interesting to hear from his perspective, what it's done for him and what it's done for our family. So I'm really excited for you to hear this uh, interview, especially because I get a lot of questions from you asking things like, can I set an intention for someone else? Can I manifest something if my grown children don't believe in feng shui, or if my husband doesn't believe in feng shui, how can I make this work if they're not participating? And the truth is, and we touch upon it in the interview, the truth is you don't have to ever tell anyone that you're setting your intention. You can just do it. But the biggest thing is that then you have to trust the universe to take care of the details. You cannot control the outcome. You cannot control other people, right? But one thing I learned from Gabby Bernstein as a 
certified spirit junkie. When I took her spirit junkie masterclass, she taught us that if you are concerned because something's not manifesting and it involves other people, she said, just keep your vibe high, keep raising your vibration, keep doing the work, meditate. You do your feng shui, you set your intentions, you control what you can. And she said, you keep your vibe high. And then either the people around you will elevate to that vibration and rise to the occasion with you, or people who are in that low vibe space are going to stay there and they're going to naturally sort of fall off or, you know, find their way in other parts of the universe. It doesn't mean like, you know, some, we can't control other people and how they react or how they're feeling all the time. But as long as you can learn how to control your own personal energy and stay connected to your source, then you will find miracles happen. And I'm not saying like, again, I'm not saying that necessarily someone's going to leave your life. I'm just saying it's really interesting how feng shui can change your life. Even if you're the only person in your house practicing it now, to be fair, pretty much everyone is all in with feng shui in my household because they've been experiencing it for 10 years and they see the magnificence and the effects of it. So that's not necessarily our situation, but I just wanted to share with you that if you kind of feel alone in this practice, just know you're exactly where you're meant to be right now. And if you've been following along on any of this journey with me this year on the podcast, or if you've subscribed to my emails and you've tried my three-step manifesting method, that's at christinahollinger.com. It's a free guide with free three videos that will help guide you through it. I just encourage you. I encourage you to go ahead and do it on your own. Don't worry about anybody else and um, trust you do your best and let the universe take care of the rest. Let the universe fill in the details. So before I cut to the, the interview and before I really go to the very final 15 minutes of the season, I just wanted to remind you that my feng shui private group is now open for enrollment. So if you are listening to this now in the month of June, make sure you go to my site and you enroll. It is open until June 9th. And we are reviewing so much content this summer in like a very lax, like relaxed way. And the newest content is going to start in the fall. I would just love to see you there. It's a really great opportunity to work with me. I do one-on-one virtual consultations. I do in-person consultations, but if I'm being honest, working with me in the private group is more of like a manifesting coaching type of situation, because you're going to get that ongoing support. And of course my clients, I just had a client text me last night who I, you know, did a couple of shui consultations for her. I went to her home. We did a virtual consultation. I am always available to my clients. Don't get me wrong, but The vibe of being in this private group is that you get this collective energy 
uh, and people are supporting each other and we're just on this manifesting journey together. So before, like I said, before I get to the interview, I wanted to share, there's a couple of testimonials from my group members that really just took me back. I had a closing celebration with them the other day and I asked them to share what word they would use to describe using feng shui as a manifesting method. And here are some of the words they shared. Expansive. Possible. Enriching. Fun. Abundant. Eye-opening. Reassuring. And rich resources. Empowered. Experimental. So you see everyone had a different interaction with feng shui, but all very, very positive. Anyone who's feeling stuck, I just want you to know this is an opportunity for you to get unstuck and to invest in yourself, in your future, and to truly expand in ways that you didn't even really know were possible. That's what I feel like feng shui does. It opens up doors and windows that didn't even exist before. That's truly how my experience has been with feng shui. I actually had one person from the group, Amanda, who shared she got a job this year during the feng shui group. And the job was one that she didn't even apply for. And she loves it. So of course there were some creative details in which landed her that job, but she's like, I didn't even actually apply for it, but it just kind of fell into my lap the way she sort of described it. And there were just so many great stories that we got to share. And in this closing celebration, and I didn't even ask for them to share their testimonials or anything like that. I just wanted one word, but I was so blown away and grateful to the group members for everything that they shared. And we just honored our growth. We honored how far we've come because I think it's really easy to get into the daily grind of life and forget how far you've come. So whether you join my group or not, let's all just take a collective pause. And I really hope that today you have the chance either during this podcast or right after, I really want you to think about where were you last year on this date? Where were you in June of 2021? What were you doing? What were your dreams? What were your hopes? What were your fears? And now where are you? What have you overcome? What intentions have you set and what has manifested? Does it look like what you thought it would, or is it even better? You know, I sometimes wonder why is something taking so long? (laughs) I just want my manifestation now. And the truth is when I look back at all the, the most amazing things that have ever manifested in my life, I can see so clearly why it happened in the divine order that it happened. I can see so clearly why it didn't happen right away. And I just want you to have the faith, please just know that if it's not working out right now, it's, it's not because it's not coming. 
It's just that there's other things along the way. Like, for example, I feel like my journey as a feng shui teacher has taken time. I, I say a whole decade because the moment I learned feng shui could help you manifest abundance and get unstuck was the moment I knew I wanted to teach other people about it. But it took me 10 years to get to this point with this microphone, with my private group to teach it. When I look back, I understand why it took 10 years and why other things I'm trying to manifest right now aren't happening because it's like, I'm getting people connected to people in my life, like coaches. I have an abundance mindset coach, Gabrielle Forleo, shout out to you. She works for the Chopra center for many years. Good friends with David G amazing, amazing woman. Thank you for all your help. I was guided to work with Brittany Crossan, who's my social media marketing manager. So many people have complimented me like, oh, I like how you show up on social media. And I just had to say, thank you, Brittany. <laughs> she coached me. Um, and I just, you know, I've had a message to share. I just didn't know how to do it. And I am getting a lot of help from real people right now. And I know that the universe is supporting me with these real people because, you know, I got to enjoy the journey and we all have to, this is a message for you to enjoy the journey too. enjoy the process of getting to where you want to be, because that's really the whole point. Because when you get to that point, when you get to the finish line and you reach that manifestation that you've been thinking is the answer to all your problems, let me tell you right now. There's, there's a trick to this whole thing we call life. And that is learning to enjoy the moment and be grateful for everything you have right now. So that when you do get to that destination, you can appreciate it and feel grateful and have all, all the bliss. It's a process for sure. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Okay. I didn't really mean to get on a soapbox, but I kind of did. And it's kind of the last episode. So sorry, not sorry. I didn't want to stop talking because I just love being with you and I'm going to totally miss you this summer, but you can still catch me on Instagram. I'll, I'll give you insight to what it's going to be like for the next few weeks, being a full-time mom. And I get some time off from working at the school district. So you can kind of see what I'm up to this summer by just following along there. You can go back to any episode and just listen. This was a really magical year of many different interviews with many different special guests. And I just encourage you to kind of go back and, and listen to some of your favorites. D. Ogiri taught us how to use crystals, which crystals are best for protection, which are best for abundance and prosperity. John Hillstead is one of my most listened to episodes. He talks, talks about EFT hypnosis, but he's just an incredible manifesting coach. So like when you listen to him, he just, you're going to like leave feeling abundant 
and have a game plan for how you're going to step into the abundance and prosperity you desire. So that was a really popular one. Um, Amanda Gibby Peters was a really popular episode where she talks about space clearing and her reel from my podcast went totally viral because she talks about how to use salt to clear your space. So yeah, I'll, I'll remind you throughout the summer of some of the great episodes this is not goodbye. This is see you later. And there's definitely stuff you can catch up on this summer. I hope you enjoy your summer. I hope you find time to relax, rejuvenate, binge, listen to some podcasts, even if it's not mine, just other people's and just truly pour into yourself because when you're having fun, that's when you become a magnet for what you desire. So have some fun and enjoy this final interview of the season that I have with my husband, Andy Hollinger. Okay. Hi, Andy. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for doing this for me. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit because I don't know if you know this, but do you have Spotify or Apple podcasts? No, I don't. <laughs> well, I've actually done 22 episodes of this podcast. Can you believe that? Wow. It's fantastic. <laughs> so thank you for being so supportive. And, you know, I like to share with you listeners, um, just little pieces of my own life and really my whole feng shui journey started with my own personal experience of really helping me to like feel better and manifest some incredible things in my life. And immediately I wanted to start teaching people about feng shui um, but it took me about 10 years to get to this point where I'm actually, you know, have a private group. I'm teaching people the methods and I'm starting to finally have other people experience the same kind of joy and expansion that I've experienced. So, you know, for a long time though, it was just me talking about my personal experiences and, um, how feng shui has changed my life. So I just wanted to invite you on Andy, because when we first got married, I didn't even know what feng shui was. And so you didn't even know you were in for this. So I just wanted to know from your perspective, like, do you even remember when I first started doing feng shui in our South Loop apartment? Well, you know, that's almost <laughs> 10, 12 years ago by now. So I got, I got to put my, my thinking cap on. <laughs> uh, I don't know. One of the earliest things I remember you doing when we uh, moved into our apartment, um, in the city was you painted the walls. I think you repainted the walls. And I know at one point in time, you had put curtains up and kind of repositioned some mirrors. So that was some of the first things I started to notice. It was like seriously hard not to notice because I painted the entryway of our home blue, blue walls because it was like to represent the water element it was supposed to like help to enhance our career bring in the flow of money and then the curtains I know this sounds like it doesn't doesn't match at all but then the curtains were actually red because they were in our family reputation area which also influences your career and how you're perceived and seen by the outside world and if I recall you got a job promotion because when you came back from LA, you walked into the hallway, that blue hallway that I painted on your way home from like a trip. And that's when I also told you um, we were having our first baby. You remember that? I do remember that. We still have the video, but it wasn't a job promotion, but it was a better job. But yes, oh. same difference. <laughs> See, thank you for remembering that. 
<laughs> so yeah. And actually I also painted our bedroom and that was the first area that I actually feng shuied. Um, you probably remember this. I invested in some, what I like to call grown up furniture because we had furniture mismatched pieces from, you know, being in our twenties and so on and so forth. And I invested in some real grown-up furniture in our bedroom. And that was really, um, I think another kind of component to feng shui because, you know, you spend a third of your life sleeping. So when you do any kind of feng shui adjustments in your bedroom, we added the two nightstands. I got a solid headboard, all of those pieces, like really, I think, um, just kind of kicked off everything. And, um, then we ended up moving. We bought our first house after that with grace and ease. That's how I like to explain it. We sure did, didn't we? <laughs> okay. So seriously, guys, I'm so excited Andy's here. Like he didn't really want to come on and I totally don't blame him. Like this is, you know, he kind of just lets me do my thing. And I really appreciate that. Like he has been a huge support. He was, you know, it took a lot of time, energy, effort to write my book. And he was, you know, huge support when I was doing that. We had a, you know, Abby was really young when I did that. So Andy has just been like in the background completely supportive of all of these endeavors. And I genuinely appreciate it. Um, so two more questions, then I'll let you go. Cause I know that, you know, he's got a lot of stuff he wants to do today. Um, I wanted to ask you when we moved to the suburbs, you were working from home and you actually little fun fact, Andy used to be a teacher in in Philadelphia for like 10 years. And he was an administrator. Then when he moved to Chicago, cause he's from Philly, when he moved to Chicago, he actually got into, into sales. I just wanted to hear a little bit about like, can you just like tell the listeners, like how many times you moved your desk? Do you remember like where your desk was in that house? Yeah. My desk was moved around several times. <laughs> um, first of all, we were, it was in the corner of a basement with one window. Um, and I think it was in the back corner with my back facing the street. Um, yeah, my back facing the street in the back right corner of the room. And then you changed it one time to have it, I think, kind of facing the window at one point in time. And then we turned it um, so I was sideways to the window at one point in time. And um, yeah, so we finally uh, found the found the right direction to point the desk in after a couple of years. <laughs> well, it was funny. I was getting my feng shui certification, and I realized that Andy his desk wasn't in the command position where your back's against the solid wall. And I was like, okay, I came home from class one night. I was like, okay, we got to move your desk so that your back's to the wall. And then eventually, we ended up moving his desk from our daughter's bedroom. Well into our daughter's bedroom, but we moved her into another room, if that I makes sense. Yeah. So we moved your desk from the basement upstairs and, you know, every time there was always some type of movement in his career and stuff. So I just thought that was kind of fun. And like I said, like, so Andy, like people are probably wondering, like, do you practice feng shui? Would you say that you practice feng shui or you just kind of like go with the flow and like, let me kind of do whatever. I mean, I don't practice feng shui. I mean, I said, I'm, when you first started it, you know, I didn't know anything about it. So I just kind of went with the flow. I'm a believer. <clears throat> I think it all works. I think there's aspects of it that everyone can incorporate in their lives, businesses, schools, personal, you know, whatever. Um, but, 
yeah, I think it's, I think, I think it's neat. I think there's some, some, uh, some real truth to it all. Thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that because honestly, a lot of people ask me like, what do I do? My husband doesn't believe in this or doesn't practice feng shui. How am I ever going to like improve anything because we're a partnership we're a team and i like to tell people that like you can set your intention for other people they don't have to do it with you um but anytime you have participated or let me move your desk like that's been awesome but you know for listeners who like are in a situation where they can't like for example i have a lot of listeners who like their teenage son is in their wealth area. And so they're like, I don't know what to do. Kick him out. <laughs> no, but like they have like a messy room. And so everyone's freaking out that their wealth is just going to be a mess. And there's always a cure in feng shui. So um, it's, I feel very grateful that Andy's been kind of like go with the flow and kind of let me do my thing. And he participates in some of the different stuff that we do. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean. I participate. I do intentions on the walls, you know, we do all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that is true. And, you know, for the most part it works. So, (laughs) so the listeners, I've told you this in prior episodes, but if this is your first time listening, um, before we paint, we always write our intentions on the wall in pencil so that the energy and the vibration of our intentions are set in that space. So for example, We're actually sitting in our home office, which is located in the far back left area of our home. And the far back left area is your wealth area. So of course we wrote our intentions for our money, finances, wealth, abundance in this space. And then our painter, Don knows we do these kinds of things and he just paints over it. But, um, Don's the only one that knows our intentions. (laughs) I write kind of sloppy. I don't want him to read it, but it's kind of, it's, it's kind of funny that he, that he like even our painter goes with the flow. And then my daughter, Abby is also, she's in the wealth gua upstairs and we included her and Henry in the intention writing, but we called it write your wishes on the wall for what you wish for. So, um, yeah, you're right. You have done a lot of stuff. So thank you for that. Um, final question for you, Andy was just like, I'm just curious, do you notice anything I do like on a weekly basis that is probably feng shui related like what do you think what you do on a weekly basis is feng shui related yeah do you think i do feng shui all the time probably every day (laughs) i mean you come home with fresh flowers you sage the house you meditate (laughs) you ground yourself you center yourself um you put crystals all over the house. You put crystals outside to get new energy. Yeah, oh, yeah. you do quite a bit of things throughout the week. If you want, if you want to be honest about it, <laughs> it's because feng shui is a ritual. It's a practice. It's something that you have to do. It takes energy to keep the positive energy. So it definitely it's not necessarily always easy. It does take a lot of work to maintain the energy and to to do these daily practices, but yes, thank you for noticing. And I am that neighbor that like puts my crystals out to charge during the full moon. So I don't know if people notice and honestly, I don't even care, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Any final thoughts? Because I honestly am so this, this conversation actually went three minutes longer than I thought it was going to go. So I really appreciate everything that you, that you, um, shared today. Thank you so much. No worries, babe. We're proud of you and we love you. 
All right. Thank you. Oh, so nice. All right, everyone. Well, I will see you next season. I will be coming back this fall and I'm looking forward to bringing on so many amazing guests in the 2022-23 school year. So I will see you next season where I will help you design the life you deserve. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.